Ask Mad Dog DeCurso if it's real or fake. Golden Greek Taurus, the giant goon Dickhoff. Elf Toro, the Grunt Brothers too. The wild Samoans got something crazy going. They're gonna be going after you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Wrestling Tonight. I am your humble, hardcore host, Mad Dog Butch. With me, as always, the destruction to my apocalypse. <laughs> None other than Brace Beamer. Yeah. And joining us once again from the comics, beer, and sci-fi television show. None other than wrestling fan extraordinaire, The Q. How's it going? How's it going, everybody? How's welcome it going? Welcome back, Q. Yeah, Glad to be back. Glad Thanks to be for, back. Thanks, Thanks for, for coming me. back. Thanks for having me. Uh, and like always, um, whenever we have a special guest, I know you were a guest previously, but whenever we have a special guest, we like to present them with a special gift. And um, You double dipping on us, Chief? I'm, I'm double dipping. <laughs> That's the only reason I came back for the gifts. Came back for the gifts. No. <laughs> well, you wouldn't be the first. So, <laughs> so uh, sort of, uh, I mean, this, this can be debated later, but uh, someone that kind of fits our topic today, and it is a exclusive... Uh, wrestling crate exclusive Jake the Snake Roberts lapel pin. Yes. Uh, Look at that. So, thank you. There you go. Thank you for coming Fancy on the show. Schmancy. Oh, man. Look, it's, I, got, actually, the, it's yeah. got the jewels on it and everything. I know, huh? right? You guys actually so, don't know. I am a huge fan of Jake the Snake. So, that actually, I love that. Thank you. All right. No problem. Uh, so, uh, this week's topic obviously is going to be horror ish wrestling gimmicks and um it, it it seems like for almost as long as wrestling's been around there's been horrific elements i mean in a way it's kind of an easy way to get get heat as mm. uh as a as a heel or yes. uh just you know if, if nobody's familiar with you automatically you kind of got that uh that persona um uh, i just did want to mention a couple things um the MWO held their annual holiday Halloween pay-per-view-ish uh, thingamajig um, a couple weeks ago right here in the on-TV studio, um, Trick or Slam 2019. Uh, you should – I believe they're still playing the replays on ONTV. If not, check it out on YouTube. Uh, there's a good match between a couple guys that would fit into our topic today, Creature Feature John Campbell versus – uh, the ruler of parts unknown skulls, and uh, <clears throat> and I and I also wanted to mention skulls was just outside of my top ten, by the way. <laughs> oh yeah, mine too. Yeah, I, I I did think about putting them into my top ten. I I got a lot of honorable mentions. <laughs> I will say that. Okay. Uh, and then just just real quick, uh, a guy that did not make my list. I I doubt he's going to be on your list, but possibly uh, a, a guy that um, is doing a great horror-ish gimmick right now and that is bray wyatt as the fiend and talk about over this, this gimmick yeah. is like crazy over is it really 
Oh yeah, it really is because he did a good job with his other one. Well, you know, I, I, I like the whole Bray Wyatt with Sister Abigail. I think I did too. WWE screwed it up as they do everything. So. I I, th- I think they did as well, and a lot of people believe that they're already screwing the fiend up because they they pretty much not not immediately, but you know he did win a a couple matches, and you know he's he's showing mm-hmm. up just. I, like I think up until the point of the Hell in the Cell match that he yeah. had with Seth, Seth Rollins, they've been doing doing yeah. good, doing good with them. Um, but people were highly upset at the outcome of that. Well, I don't know they- if they wanted him to win the belt, but apparently now they're saying that he suffered a concussion during the match. I don't know if people are upset that he didn't win the belt or upset because it's a Hell in the Cell match and normally it's no holds barred, anything goes, and the referee. Ended up disqualifying him originally, disqualifying yeah. Seth Rollins, and then then they later said that it was uh, no contest or something, or that he had just stopped the match. But, they disqualified what? a Hell in a Cell match. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. Well, if if if, yeah. if he's losing, is that affecting him? I mean, you know, well, he had I think losing isn't a bad thing. Well, but he, he hadn't lost right. as, as the fiend. Yeah, and, I think until this, and he didn't really lose. I mean, he's, is he still right. over though? He's over huge. He's over okay. huge, but well, I think so, I mean, I, I look at it like this: the way the match ended, it it was one of the moves where he should have won. Huh. Like he, like when, remember when Brock Lesnar like first came back and he was just dominating everybody and he beat Cena. Like if he would have lost to Cena, that would have been stupid. Like you got this guy who's just destroying yeah, right. everybody and yeah. then he ends up losing that. That's exactly what it was like. Huh. He's taking out everybody from legends to to current superstars. Like everyone's afraid of him. All this other crap, blah blah blah. blah. And then you have him lose to Reigns, right? Yeah. Uh, not, no, no, no. Or, uh, uh, Seth, Seth Rollins. Rollins. Oh, okay. Seth Rollins. Rollins. Yeah, um, but you have. And but you have I mean, him lose. then but again, that's I'm just taking the other side here. That's a that's a classic wrestling deal where you you get a guy over, you bang him over everybody, they, they, and they, then they. You know, I, I, and then you get them trucked by whoever you're really trying to get over. Well, yeah, that's. True I mean, and, and there's going to be a rematch, obviously, but I think that they, I think that no matter what the outcome, I I don't know if they called an audible or not. I haven't heard <laughs> if they had to call an audible. That's what it seems like because I so. because now rumors are, or reports are coming out that he suffered a concussion during the match. That right. makes sense. Well, the yeah. way that it went down. Um, if that's true. So, yeah. right, if that's true. That could be just uh, them trying to cover themselves. But I thought, true, but I thought the same thing. I thought the way, the the push that he was given up till that point. Yeah. I thought it was going to be kind of like when The Undertaker first came in. Yeah. And, and, and beat Hogan. You know, because even if you just win the belt and lose it a month later at the pay-per-view. It don't well, matter. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. You're, um, you're wasting, they, to me, you're wasting that buildup. I, I just question if. Vince McMahon really sees Bray Wyatt as a world champion. I don't think he does. I don't think he does either. And I don't think he sees a character like this who is, like, super hot, super over as world championship material. Yeah, maybe he figures they don't need it, kind of like The Undertaker. But then again, we've seen them change their – Right. The fans kind of get them to change their – their view before, like with Daniel Bryan, when Vince didn't see Daniel Bryan as uh, yeah. as the yeah. main eventer, and the the fans kind of forced that. We may be seeing a situation like this again because if they have the rematch and the Fiend loses now, it's I don't be, know. There might yeah. be a close <laughs> well, enough to the closest thing you're going to see a, a, 
for a riot from the WWE fans. Well, yeah, I, I, it's funny because I not guess, a real you know, riot, not a real, but you know, with 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 AEW coming out now, they're gonna have to be really careful with everything they do because there's well, another option now. And that's one thing that I didn't mention: the fans chanted AEW. Yeah, and uh, we want refunds. Yeah, and, but and there was no hiding it what they were saying. Wow, but that yeah, but they were that AEW chant was strong. That, that's that weird because AEW. like part of that with I know we're not talking about the topic at hand, but, but with yeah. AEW, we'll my my thought was you know because we we're talking about this before the show, yeah. the AEW, and if they're not if they're going after the same fans that are. The WWE fans—they're not going to survive, you know, no. they, because that's uh—they—they they could survive, but they're not. I don't think that, that slice is too small because there's only like. But I don't. No, I agree. You know. But I think how how, AEW, how many slices can that pie be split up into? I think what AEW was doing—they're going after the fans that are actually fed up with the product. Of WWE, that's right. what, that's most is. of them are still watching though. That's my that's my point. When yeah, you look but at... they're to the point like they're on the verge to where it's not going to take a lot for them to jump ship. Yeah, like oh, you that's... have those diehard hardcore people that are just going to watch regardless. Yeah, yeah, you know. I... And I don't think they're trying to compete with WWE. I think they're just trying to actually put on a product of what. I think they're trying to listen to the fans. Where mm. WWE and Vince McMahon is still just like I know better than you. Yeah. That's... That's that's what it seems like to me as well. Um, uh, but uh, I, I will say this too. Um, just again, off topic, but it, that week that AEW debuted, I, I believe that week or the next week, the NWA show, NWA Power, the YouTube show debuted. Um, SmackDown moved to Friday nights, so basically every night of the week now. There, there's some form of professional mm-hmm. wrestling that, that, that you can watch. Um, it hasn't so, happened so that's, uh, in forever. No, man. So no matter what, that's a good thing in my book. Yeah, um, yeah you're right. Yeah. We're all winning at yeah, this point. Yeah, you look at it. Yeah, we're absolutely. all winning. If, it's more out there. Maybe somebody will do it right, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's just all it takes is for one person to 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 have a small chance of slaying the beast. Yeah. And WWE to get there. They've been complacent for all these years because he beat the competition. Yeah. He beat once you win, there's no point of you know what I'm saying? And it's not like you won and then somebody stepped up to the plate. No, no, no. You won and you destroyed the whole competition. Yeah. Those so, other groups, they need somebody to get hot. Exactly. They need somebody to get over. Yeah. You know? Yeah, they do. They can't they can't hype the whole roster like no. they, everybody's been doing the last twenty years. They gotta Man. Find somebody and put the spotlight on him. Mm-hmm. Be the man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's get to our topic. Um, like I said, there's uh, <laughs> um, there's been plenty of horror, uh, spooky. Doesn't necessarily have to be horror, but um, you know, whatever you want to call it, uh, inspired wrestling gimmicks, almost from the beginning of pro wrestling. Um, I, I, I tried to find the very first example. The closest I could find of was uh, Maurice Tillette, uh the French <laughs> angel. Yeah. Um, and, and Maurice so, Tillette. Yeah. yeah. So they, he was one that they, that they cited. But, but there's a guy that, you know, obviously I didn't know about this guy because it was in Argentina, Titans in a ring. 
Uh, I believe that's how you pronounce it. But anyway, he did one of the first mummy gimmicks. And this guy. I've heard of that before. It's La Momia. La Momia. But he is like so over. And this, I have no doubt that Vince McMahon Jr. was a fan of this somehow. Because there was such over-the-top gimmicks. They, They had, this was like in the maybe 50s. But I know the 60s. And it went for a while. Yeah. So then later you had like a dark mummy also that challenged the regular mummy. Because I think. The, the, the first mummy was, like, a, a bad guy at first, but then he got over, so they, they bring in the dark mummy to, like, fight him. Okay. Um, but, uh, but I mean, there there's so many different gimmicks. So, I mean, one of them was, like, an alien that would come down from a spaceship <laughs> way back then. Wow. Um, I forgot that sounds all like, about that. Stuff. Yeah, that sounds like 80s WWF right there. <laughs> but, uh, so, speaking of 80s WWF, I will start off with my very first. And just to clarify... Uh, these are not necessarily the greatest. No. They're they're not the greatest horror inspired gimmicks of all time, and 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 some of mine, uh, you know, may are debatable um, as far as horror goes. But like I said, it's it's more about you know. Actually, if I break it down, it's probably more about gimmicks that might have scared the crowd yeah. somewhat. Right. Uh, yeah. So uh, my number one. <clears throat> is a guy that I was a huge fan of, uh, and <laughs> it is none other than the missing link. <laughs> uh, to the point, to the point where I created in uh, middle school a missing link paper mache head that, was awesome. that I had for years and years and years. Really? I finally got rid of it when I when I moved uh, uh, quite a few years ago. But that's a crying shame. Anyway, I know. I, I, I'm kicking myself. That had a for doing spot it. in my house. If I would have known. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so um, so the missing link is was uh, Dewey Robertson, a guy that wrestled kind of uh, technical style up until a certain point. Um, had somewhat success, yeah, be sure. it, being himself, yeah. And then at one point decided to, and I believe it started in Mid South. He called himself Max the Missing Link. Uh, painted his face, shaved his head. Um, he still kind of wrestled at that point, but then he then he kind of morphed it into where all he really did was, you know, he'd do like body slams and knee drops, but almost all his, of his offense was headbutts. Yeah, nice. Um, he'd hold the back. He, he grew his hair out like in the back, and so he'd hold the back of his head and headbutt people. Um, and other objects. And, yeah. Chairs, and, and posts, objects, chairs, turnbuckles. Yeah. So there, there's like a few guys throughout the years that I thought about this yeah. that – I would just be glued to the screen when they were on there, and he was one of these guys that uh, that that did that for me. Yeah. Um, his his uh, tenure in WWF E did not last that long. He was originally managed by Bobby the Brain Heenan. Bobby the Brain Heenan has gone on record as saying he was not a fan of the gimmick because he was like, "Well, how does this guy buy a cup of coffee?" You know, right. um, which I can I can sort of see, but either way. Um, you know, it, it seemed like there was big things in the future for him in the WWF originally. Uh, he got a lot of heat from the crowd. Um, the, the whole way that they worked the gimmick with Bobby Heenan trying to control him was, was fantastic. Uh, he, like, ate up a bunch of uh, prelim guys. Yeah. And then behind the scenes, he had some issues. Um, so then he kind of went down the crowd and then was gone. And then he wrestled in uh, – a lot of the more regional promotions well, for the rest of his Sports career. Illustrated uh, fold out, too. And that's why WWE he signed him, because yeah. he was not signed by WWE at the time. 
but they did an article in Sports Illustrated, the first pro wrestling article I believe that they had done, or at least yeah. they had done in a long time. Because there was like the very first page is like a fold out, and it's the missing link. So they're like, nice. oh, well, we got to sign. Yeah, that this. was a yeah, cool poster. Him. I used to have that. So we got to sign this guy. So, uh, uh, Brace, what are your thoughts on the missing link? Oh, he was a classic. He did. He didn't. I thought about him, but I didn't put him in my top ten. I, 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 he was like one of those. One of those guys that was on the, I don't know, like right on the borderline for being like a, because I tried to keep it more like scary. You know, he's like right. a Neanderthal or a, the missing link, a Neanderthal or whatever. Right. But yeah, he was great. Like I remember the first time I saw him, I I think I had seen the Sports Illustrated cover first, you know? So, and you hear about him in the magazines, you see all these, you know, pictures instead of, you know, going on the internet, you got to go buy these magazines. Yeah. So when I finally saw him, I was like stoked and he didn't disappoint, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He was good. He was a hell of a gimmick there. It was. It was. Uh, Q, are you familiar with the missing? Link? <laughs> I am. Uh, it's funny. I just looked him up. <laughs> I've seen him before. Okay. Not seen too many matches, but I understand why. He's your number one. Yeah. I, w- I will say this just just to uh, just to get it out there. Q is uh, a f- quite a few years younger than than us, so uh, his list I assume is going to vary quite a bit from ours. I, I will just say that quite a bit. No. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Brace Beamer, who is your number one favorite horror inspired gimmick of all time? A gentleman by the name of Jason the Terrible. <laughs> He's your number one. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's just... Okay. And, and okay. it's odd. I mean, I saw a bunch of his matches afterward, you know, because mm-hmm. we couldn't see him then. Right. But he was a guy who who took on the uh, Jason, the Friday the 13th gimmick. And he, he started it out in Calgary, Stampede Wrestling. And yes. he got over big there. He was infused Huge. against Owen Hart, you know, uh, Chris yeah. Benoit, Brian Pillman. He yes. bled all over the place. And it made he, them bleed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. More importantly. Yeah. And he was, I mean, he was a good worker. You know, it looked like he was safe. He was athletic and he was a big guy too. And this was Carl Moff- Moffitt? Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, where, <laughs> where, where I started the same and you too, Mad Dog, is he was in Calgary and you'd see him like you heard about him in magazines, mm-hmm. you know, the newsstands or whatever. And then we were watching the international wrestling out of Montreal, Canada, on uh, CBC via George Cannon. And they started hyping Jason the Terrible. This guy, they had this music video. He had the hockey mask, just like Jason. And he's just beating people up, giving headbutts. People are bleeding all over the place. And I was, like, just enthralled. Yeah, And I wasn't even a big fan of, like, the horror genre. But that made you, yeah. But it was was just so cool. And then, you know. So I'm waiting and waiting and waiting, and all of a sudden he shows up, and it's not the same guy. Exactly. <laughs> and he was exactly. horrible. Yeah. You know? Wow. But, it, I mean, just the whole thing, like, stuck with me. Like, the video, and then, you know, like, later on I was able to watch I actually, him. And I, I actually posted that, yeah. that video. Okay. Yeah. I, on my page. Yeah. Um, so Jason, the terrible number one, and he was a, uh, I don't know the right word. I, I just I, – I can't think of the right. I, I used to wrestle as a guy named Treacle, who who took a lot of 
what was to be Jason the Terrible <laughs> mannerisms. Yes. Uh-huh. But I didn't really know because all I had was one one-minute one, video one minute to go video. off of. Right. But that was enough, right. you yeah. know, to kind of get the, you know, get the mindset. But, yeah, Jason the Terrible started in 1983, finished up in 2004, brought the gimmick back and worked some, like, indie shows, worked over in Japan well, the, a little no, bit. No, the gimmick has passed on to, to different people. Right, sure. But, uh, but right, yeah. yeah, a lot of people have done that. Like, yeah. over in Japan, somebody, you yeah. know. And I will say Jason this. The I, I will say this. You customized a yeah. LJN figure into him at one point as well. Yeah, if, if and and a, and a smaller one. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. He was in uh, started out in Vancouver All Star Wrestling with Al Tomko and those guys out there. All right. Yeah. All right. Nice pick, uh, Q. Uh, probably not familiar with with this guy. Not familiar. Uh, oh, quick note: but... Barry Orton was with uh, Barry O from old WWE fame. Yeah. He was with Jason the Terrible in Calgary. As, I believe, the Zodiac? You got it. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Under a so, mask. So. I say, I, I, I consider myself a wrestling fan until I come on this show. No. <laughs> well, you just never seen these guys. I just you know? never seen I, these guys. I mean, yeah. The, yeah, I mean, you know, come on. But uh, I, 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 I leave here with a wealth of knowledge, and I always leave. <laughs> well, that's what with, we try. Yeah, that's with, with, uh, with, uh, uh, a wealth of knowledge to go see these guys, and that's what being to me a wrestling fan. I like watching the older matches. They're all available so. on the internet, of course. You can always find them. So, all right, Q. Uh, I I have a feeling I know who your number one is going to be. I'm not going to speculate. I'm just okay. going to let you let us know. And, My and I, number one. I think one. you're dressed like him. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, my number one. Is uh he's still my favorite wrestler to this day, and that is Kane. Really? Okay. Kane. I, that surprises Kane. me. I am the I still remember when Kane debuted. Like it that was, was fresh an awesome debut. In yeah. my mind. Yeah. Yes. Like to me, that is like one of the greatest debuts. Just coming out, and I remember probably like, Kane's alive, Undertaker. <laughs> Kane's alive. And, and you're like, who the what is Kane? What is Kane? And he comes out and rips the uh, door off the. Yes. Phenomenal. And as you know, he's going to have a. I don't like the way they've taken the gimmick sometimes. No. I don't like the whole. I was not a fan of the hell yes, hell no, team hell no. I did not like that. Too funny for Too, that. Yeah, I don't. Kane's always done his best work when he's just been that monster that. You just can't stop. You know what I yeah, mean? right. And I wasn't a fan when he took his mask off, but I liked it because it returned him to that character because if you remember before that, he had started. He was a fan favorite, but he was more like, yeah, that was like after the Canaanite promo and all that other <laughs> stuff, and he was, won the Intercontinental title, and he was with yeah. RVD and celebrating. The, I didn't like that Kane either. No. So my, I, I, I liked. Even though I didn't like him, like I said, I didn't think that was the wrong direction. But it took him back to his roots. That feud with Shane McMahon was really good. Um, I liked the feud he had with Edge, but I just am a huge fan. Then the, I'm sorry, I keep going back to the ones I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> There's been a lot of them. There's been a lot of them. And it's like the one when um, it was just recent, where he would be the corporate king. And then he could switch to the demon cane. I didn't like that. To me, it was like that was stupid. 
I think Kane is one of the most him to me. Him and Mark Henry are like two of the most underutilized superstars in history. Um, I feel like he should have more than technically three world heavyweight championships, but I don't count. Yeah, the well, ECW. that's such a strong gimmick, though. Yeah, he didn't really need you don't it. Think, you know, I mean, <laughs> I I don't count the ECW title when he won it. That shit. Yeah, I mean that. No yeah. one counts WWF ECW. That just doesn't count. Right. So you were a world champion one time for one day. Yeah. And then I felt like they just gave you the world heavyweight title because Undertaker was hurt. <laughs> like Undertaker yeah. Edge were hurt. Yeah. And they had they needed somebody to carry the belt. And they didn't want to give it to Rey Mysterio anymore. Right. So like and then you feudal with Rey Mysterio, which you could have feuded with so many other people being the world champ. <laughs> like you could have feuded with so many other people being the world champ. And I applaud Rey Mysterio for being a small champion and all that, but I do not like Rey Mysterio. <laughs> yeah. And I think Rey Mysterio going up against a monster Kane is a waste of his time. Okay. But Kane is my number one. I'm all sorry. All right. No, no, good pick. Uh, he did not make my list, but <clears throat> I will say this. There's absolutely no reason, besides the way that they handled him throughout the years, that he should there's, – there's no reason that he should not be up there with The Undertaker. No, as, as far as as far as but they mess with him. It's almost like somebody was behind the scenes whispering somebody's ear, trying to sabotage. Him. Yeah, I mean I've never heard that. But I, you know, that's what it feels like. Negative, but that's almost what it seems like. Yeah, it's almost like they did to him what they'd done to the Big Show. Yeah, over, every, over the years. Yeah, well, every you, time he gets that momentum, it's like yeah, they, let's cut it. Well, yeah. you got to figure though, he's different than the Undertaker too. I mean, just even as he's a personality, he's different. But coming in it, as Undertaker's brother, brother yeah. and doing all that stuff in the beginning, if you um, would have just left that cane alone, yeah, I understand. Take like I said, I didn't agree with taking off the mask, but I accepted it because it took him back. To where he should have been, yeah. but you would have never had to taken the mask off, and you if never would have never changed his character, and you didn't really ever have to make him talk. Either. No, I'm sorry. But yeah, you, they did the gimmick where yeah, had to... right. That was cool in the beginning, but then they then they had to go further to yeah. make it where like, oh, that's just in your head. You right. really can talk, and I mean, whatever. But uh, but I'm just saying, there, there's things that they could have done to kept him as strong as they've kept the Undertaker over right. years and protected him the way that they've protected Protect the Undertaker. The Undertaker. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I think that the that Kane should have beat Undertaker at the first WrestleMania that they wrestled at. <laughs> I agree with that. That's to me is just another to keep the feud going. Or? Well, that's another fiend moment. Him, he came I mean, in he so came strong, in. yeah, and then he lost. Yeah, and this was before they were even thinking about the Undertaker's streak. Exactly, it wasn't even a streak then. It was just oh, right. right. Exactly. It was just yeah. you know. Oh, we're just gonna have Undertaker beat him. Right. <laughs> so you burned him, then you beat him. Oh, wow, that's. That's cherry on the top right there. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. Uh, Brace, your your thoughts on Kane. Did he make your top ten? Yeah, Kane. I'll I'll just go to him. He he made my number seven. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, so right. he, he is in my top ten. All right, cool. Started out in St. Louis, Missouri area. Dr. Isaac Yankum. <laughs> well, worked, even... worked his way to uh, Smoky Mountain Wrestling as Unibom. He fought The Undertaker in Smoky Mountain at that Unibom. Night of the Legends show. He did. Yeah. 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 He was another one. He as the Unibomb. He had a hockey mask as well, didn't he? Yep. In, yeah. In the beginning. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And also in, in USWA, he had the name Doomsday. So he's always kind of been like a big, big monster. monster. <laughs> now, nah. and, and also he was called the Christmas Creature. Yeah. At one in point. USWA. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I heard a rumor. Isn't it true? I, I'm not sure, but I know you guys will know. Didn't he play the Undertaker when the Undertaker went against? That was Brian, that was Brian Lee. Lee. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 
Yep. I wasn't sure. And he wrestled in Puerto Rico for World Wrestling Council, 94 to 95. Okay. I don't even know. That, I don't think I've seen any of his stuff from down there. I wonder if he bled. Puerto Rico? I, I haven't either. Yeah. He was at, he, Actually, he was uh, a jobber in WCW at one point, too. Yeah, yeah, I think he, he had one match in there. He lost the Sting. Or something like that. Yeah. 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 He, he He's had a long, rough there. road. But, the, but then from 95 <laughs> until present, I mean, that's one of the – most over. I mean, he'll be in the Hall of Fame. Characters. But just think about it. He could have been his career. When you see Kane, they're gonna say Kane is a three-time world champion. <laughs> Does that really like dignify you know his career? No, for me it doesn't because I don't picture him as a as a champion. Like well, if if yeah. I were booking, I I wouldn't put him as champ. You know, maybe like they did the one night to help get him over to put somebody else over. <laughs> you know, really? But, yeah, I wouldn't have him. I wouldn't have him champ. I mean, he's another guy that probably didn't necessarily need it, yeah. but but the way that he came in and won the belt right off the bat, yeah, they, yeah, they, they, they it, it could have cool. easily continued with that. It, with yeah, that they momentum. he it, and then he didn't have to lose it the next night. No, to me that to me that's not that's like when they gave it to uh, mankind and then had Triple H beat him the next night. <laughs> like, there's just no purpose. Yeah, that was that. pretty. Yeah, yeah, there's no purpose for that because you yeah, don't want to lose the belt. Right. To this person, that's no. You go out there, you do your job, you lose. Like yeah. you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah, to agree. me, there's some people who didn't even hold the belt, like Piper. But but he's another guy that didn't need. But yeah. he's another guy that didn't need it. I and, mean, and a I, lot of those I, guys, and I understand that. A lot of those guys didn't want it back then because it was a hassle to carry that through the airports and carry it around with you. Honestly, true. No, a lot of those guys did not want yeah, and, titles. Yeah, and when you're when you're yeah. holding that title, there's a lot of PR stuff you have to do too. You know? And so I 100 percent agree. And you get a you guy, young guy pain. like that. Yeah. You know, he's not really. Yeah, he should. I mean, really, he shouldn't have won the belt then. Yeah, you, you can't know, have but, pain out there. Yeah, telling it, kids hey, to say worked, no to drugs. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> all right, all right uh, let's go on to my number two, which is. Um, Another guy that can be debatable if it's really a, a horror gimmick, but like I said, it's it's more of somebody that scared the crowd, and, and, and definitely the way that he wrestled could scare a crowd. Um, and it is Abdullah the Butcher. Um, <laughs> I was going to see. I, okay. Now, now, a lot of people say that he just ripped off the Sheik, and I don't have the Sheik on here. Um, you, could throw the, you could throw the Sheik in. Totally with the same thing, but I, I I I tried to pick people that I saw wrestle when I was growing up, and and you know the Sheik, you know, kind of was still around, but I didn't really see a whole lot of them. So so that's why I pick Abdullah the Butcher over the Sheik. Um, and and if anybody's unfamiliar with Abdullah the Butcher, I, you know, he probably bled and made more people bleed more mm-hmm. than more than anybody, and it was uh, you know, and 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 people were scared of him when he came into mm-hmm. the ring. Yeah. I mean, had, you know, wrestled all over the place, had legendary feuds with Bruiser Brody and, mm-hmm. um, you know, wrestled in Japan. Just All uh, over. All over yeah, the place, yeah. Just, just had a long career and was pretty much on top uh, the whole time. Um, was in, unfortunately, um, and, and this is kind of one thing that sticks out. Uh, as a negative for his career, but what can you do? I'm sure he was getting paid a lot of money. But in the inaugural WCW Chamber of Horrors match where you had to lose the match being electrocuted in the electric chair, he is the one that took the fall. I'm surprised um, he did. 
Yeah. I'm kind of surprised he did uh, as well. Yeah. But. They probably paid him well. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, hey, they probably did. You're going to yeah. tell Abdullah yeah. the Butcher you're not going to give him his money? And we've <laughs> talked about Abdullah the Butcher on here before. So, uh, uh, Brace, did Abdullah the Butcher make your top? No, he, he didn't. He was kind of like another guy where uh, it was like, if I'm going toward the Abbey type, I got a, mm-hmm. like a, a couple guys in there that I just like that type better than Abby, but he's, he was like on the outside, you yeah. know, looking in and, and like outside I said, of the some, top. Some of mine are and the same with the Sheik. I just kind of didn't want to put those two on there, you know? Right. Yeah. No, I totally understand. Like I said, I mean, some of mine are kind of, you know, can go either way. What a great it's character. Kinda... I mean, how long did that gimmick last? You know, yeah, from right? like the yeah, mid sixties to... until. Yeah. The nineties. Yeah. Even, even, <laughs> even 2000s. Yeah. Early 2000s. Yeah. So, yeah. Even I know yeah, Abdullah was, the Butcher. Like, yeah, yeah, he was, and I was gonna put him on here, but it was that gray area, and I wasn't really yeah. sure. Right. But he's my honorable. Like, if I if the list kept going, he would be like, yeah, right there. Oh heck yeah! Right. Oh yeah. yeah, heck yeah! All right, I'd be dropping the big elbow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Brace. Who is your number two? Number two is uh, Kamala, <laughs> the, the Ugandan, the Ugandan giant, the Ugandan warrior. Debuted in 1978 uh, as uh, Sugar Bear Harris wrestled, or excuse me, wrestled as uh, Jim Harris. <laughs> he was in the Mississippi Mauler in Europe, and he wrestled all the way until, geez, 2010. Yeah, Kamala, really? one of the one of the greatest one of the greatest gimmicks ever. Because like, if you didn't know, I mean, I knew better, but you look at him, and you're like, man. That guy could really be that way, kind of. Yeah, no, yeah <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, he's not, but it, he yeah. did it so well. Well, no, and yeah. for all of those years, <laughs> and he never like wavered. I, he probably did later on when he came back yeah. to WWE. Well, or they something. made him a comedy and, act. Yeah, sure. At some well. point in WWE as well. So. Oh, here's an interesting note about this about Kamala. <laughs> so I I thought of Kamala, and I'm like, he's probably on number two. So I did a search in Google on him. Uh huh. And I'm going through page one, page two, page three, page four, page five. No Kamala. Uh, And I'm like, what the hell is going on? And every page in Google had Kamala Harris, the politician from California. Wow. And no mention of Kamala the wrestler. Really? Really? Yeah, through 10 pages. And so I go to Bing and I go to DuckDuckGo. Boom. Right away, like, both of them have, like, Kamala Beach Resort. They have... Kamala the wrestler, Kamala really? Harris. Yeah. Wow. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. It was unbelievable. I stopped at page ten and I'm I'm just like, what the hell is going on? Well, I, 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 I have I have typed in Kamala GIFs, GIFs in the past. Yeah. And the same thing. Where it took me a while before I could find the real really? Kamala. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. It, wow. would be, it would all be Kamala Harris. And, uh, so So wow. Kamala, he was he was in my he's for sure in my top fifty of all time. You know, Ooh. I think he was on my last time you were here. We did the yeah. top ten black wrestler list. Yeah, he was on there. Yep. Yeah, he was he, on mine too. Yeah. I think he, he was. He was, a, he was the well. man. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he was. He was brought in in the Memphis area, CWA, via JJ Dillon, and they did this. <laughs> they did this video of him coming out of like the swamp or the jungle, if yeah. you will. The man. jungle. Yeah, Which I, mean, I think it was Bill Dundee's backyard. Well, it was, <laughs> it was on Jerry Jarrett's farm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I know it was so, like So that. they made this video come out of him, and he was Sugar Bear Harrison. He wrestled down in the southeast before, but people were just enthralled by this guy. Yes. 
and he debuted, sold out. They sold out like a 10,000 seat arena, him and Jerry Lawler. His like. Well, I will say even later on yeah. when he came back to WWF, him and Hogan were like selling out. Yeah, oh, they yeah. Were selling he out. sold yeah. out. He sold out everywhere. Yeah. Like he yeah. went to Mid South, World Class. Yeah. He was a huge name. Like yeah. in the. Because that that's been what like I remember mid-80s. with him and yeah. Hogan. Yeah. yeah. Q, did he, uh, did he make your top 10? No, that was another one to me in that yes. I didn't know if how to play it, yeah. but yeah, easily. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was right on. I have him as an honorable mention because he was right on the outside yeah. of, of mine too. But I loved Kamala. Um, kind of like Abdullah. He was a guy that just, you know, that just I had to watch if he was if he was on there he was a big deal yeah, back yeah. when we were growing up yeah. I mean you know it, it, he was it, it was a big big thing to yeah see Kamala Russell yeah um, he did some sweet stuff with Andre the Giant too go out there and check that out on YouTube yeah, like in in uh, mid South yeah because well, like I said I've seen him wrestle Hogan yeah a, a couple of times so yeah I I know him and Hogan yeah, yeah. Kamala a legend yeah yeah, yeah 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 all right Q who's your number two well that's easy. The Undertaker. Uh, okay. <laughs> I thought he would be your number one. But, no, uh, yeah. No, yeah. Um, you said favorite, and so that's the funny part. Undertaker was my favorite uh-huh. until Kane debuted. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah. And then jumped after off that, that Undertaker bandwagon, had to bandwagon, jump off that you? Undertaker bandwagon. <laughs> but, you know, it, it, I mean, you could ask me tomorrow or a week from now and be like, Q, who's your favorite wrestler? I'm like, ah, it's probably the Undertaker. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just, yeah, it's one of them the things. It's between them two. And then, A um, lot of people are like, a lot of people like Kane better than the Undertaker. Yeah, I do. I just, maybe because I like the, to me, Kane was the underdog yeah. story. Like, Undertaker was the big brother that had made it and was perfect and, you know. He was and, the established guy. Yeah, and yeah. Kane was the guy that came in and, for some reason, can never get out of the Undertaker shadow. Did you start watching the Undertaker when he debuted in WWF? Yes. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yep. Oh, I've been. That's what so, I say. I was yeah. an Undertaker fan, and then Kane debuted, and I was just like, "Yeah, I don't even know who this guy is anymore." <laughs> <laughs> so, but Undertaker is my uh, second. I don't really have to say anything about that guy. <laughs> um, world champion, maybe the greatest champion. gimmick ever. Uh, you can make you know a case what? for it. You know? I think oh, you totally can. I think, yeah. I think when it comes to that, Vince, that is Vince McMahon's greatest creation. He probably, maybe he, he could be up. Yeah, there. yeah, he could be up yeah. There. Probably think, McMahon's greatest. Yeah, McMahon's yeah. greatest for real. But yeah. he's up there with the Sheik, with Abby, with Kamala. You know? I think yeah. he's yeah. I was I think he's McMahon's greatest. But as far as gimmicks, he's top five. He's yeah, top he's five. A, yeah. yeah. Uh, did not make my top ten. I really I okay that because I I totally agree that legendary and and that this gimmick has endured but I was never a big fan of this gimmick um I you know I I liked it I had seen him kind of come up okay. through, through the indies and, okay. and and in WCW I liked him as Mark Callis okay um I did not like and I was not a fan. I mean, you you can argue with the other guys that I picked, but I was just not a fan of this gimmick, and uh, especially in the beginning. Later on, I, you know, I I could appreciate it a little bit more. But just as favorites go, I thought about putting him on my list, but I just couldn't do it because he was just never ever one of my favorites after he became the Undertaker. 
See, um, I, and I didn't like him when he became Biker Undertaker. And don't get me wrong, Biker Undertaker is yeah, I'm, I'm with him. you. That's him right. in real I'm life. Yeah, and though. I liked that better personally. Well, that, I think it was more true to him because that's what he I, it is. The reason I liked it so, was because I thought it freed him up a little bit to do yeah. more in the ring, which is what he was fighting for. Because I yes. think because if Vince would have had his way, he would have been. Drug out by Paul Bearer like his whole career with the iron and everything. Probably. So, yeah. Like, well, I don't know because they like to – I mean, McMahon likes to change people, you know, as we talked yeah, about with but, Kane. And you see it with Big Show, Mark Henry. Yeah, I mean, he likes to change people. You know? But I think – I think back to what you were saying when we were talking off about the crowd, yeah. I don't think he would have changed that gimmick. Remember – not only was the Undertaker over, that urn was over. Yeah. That Paul Bear was over. Like you're right. All that was over. Like that was too much, and that was too much merchandise. It was kids buying urns. Yeah. Like, can you imagine a like go like your kid coming up to you saying, "Can you buy me that urn?" And that's <laughs> right. in your house. Yeah. <laughs> that's creepiest. That's creepy. Like and, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And 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 if you think about it, it was pretty much status quo with him up until the Vince Russo era. Yeah, when and that's when, that when they kind of started era, to like yeah. start changing stuff up with him. But it freed him up, and like you said, it freed him up in the ring because Undertaker wasn't, you know, how they call him the best pure striker in the game. He wasn't that when he first got there, because like you said, you know, Undertaker was clunking around the ring, yeah, hitting you Doing with the chokes, the, with the chokes and right. the headbutts and the boot, and yeah. like even when he was sit up, it was just like I can't get up. I have to sit up, then I have to get up. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I mean, yeah. So I, I I get what you're saying. It probably ended up with a change because Undertaker's like I'm I'm not gonna wrestle like this for like 30 years. But like, yeah. which is funny because now when he wrestles, he looks more like that Undertaker. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. really, yeah. But um, I don't know if it would have changed. But I don't like the biker. But I don't I don't know. You know. Undertaker is my number two. I understand why he's not on your list. I can see that. Brace, was he on your list? Yeah, he's my number five. Okay. So we'll we'll cover that right now. Okay. I mean, with The Undertaker, though, we're uh, talking about when he went to the American badass biker gimmick. That allowed him, once he changed back, to be over back to the more of yeah. the original gimmick. He was over more yeah. than he was before. Well, yeah. We, and then we he could happy. still keep some of the and same moves. You know? Exactly. You're right. He, yeah. You know, so he started working like the uh, go-go plot in there yeah. and, and all the, you know. Yeah. All them, so he, it helped he him out big time. It did because he would have never been able to do those moves if he would have stayed. Yeah. Stayed yeah. with the original. Yeah. So he started in 1984 and, I mean, I guess he's still wrestling, but he's really not active. His career probably wound up like five years ago, maybe, as far as being active, active. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah, maybe. yeah. Because he was off the road for a while, you yeah. know. <laughs> but it's funny because, like, you'll say the Undertaker's wrestling, and that'll make me watch more than it, oh, you yeah. saying anybody else. Yeah, is on a lot of just to hear, <laughs> just to hear that gong. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know what? That's one of the the best entrances that. I've ever seen live. Right. And it and doesn't I, matter. I agree with that as well. Yeah. I, I do agree with it. But yeah. It... And I was going to say that too because it's funny because WWE, not to backtrack, just had the best interests with Pyro and Kane. I thought Kane should have been number one. Cause like, oh, yeah. Like, and because when they stopped using Pyro and they would have Kane come out, it was just like that entrance don't hit. 
right. without that pyro. Yeah, it's a little different. It's a little it? different when you hear see Kane come out without the smoke. Right. But yeah, right. but no, yeah. I, the entrance is just is, and I'm sorry, but the, the, when he comes down and you see the wrestlers in the ring and they're selling this omnipresence. And they're terrified, and right. it takes Undertaker twenty minutes to get to the ring. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, even what they did without the character, like when he would, the lights would shut off, then they would come back on, and he'd be standing behind you. Yes, that that is a horror gimmick personified. Yeah, it, it it is, and it's probably one of the greatest ones ever. And I will agree with that. But it was just my pers- I know, pers- and I thing. get it. I get it. I one hundred percent get it. Yeah. Yeah, and and he did have have some success in wrestling before he got to WWF. Yeah, yeah, he spent four years in Dallas as Texas Red. He was there four years. Yeah, mm-hmm. wow. I, yeah, I didn't think I didn't it was that, that long either. No. <laughs> then had went to CWA or USWA, and he was a master of pain with uh, Dutch Mantel as his manager. <laughs> yeah. Dutch Mantel is Zebakaya and Uncle Zebak Uncle Zebakaya and well, that was uh, late, his latest one with Jack Swagger. I can't remember. Oh, his name. yeah, that was uh, Zeb Coulter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which I yeah. love that gimmick, by the way. Yeah. I, well, Jack Swagger's gimmick. Yeah, yeah, so, and and kind of like Kamala, he beat uh, Lawler for the USWA belt. He also beat Eric Embry for the <laughs> WCWA belt in the same year, but that was via forfeit. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it, he had he had some uh, good stuff in WCW. They really didn't use him as well as no. I remember we thought they should. No, well, no. As mean no, Mark Callis with the skyscrapers, and he had a single yeah. run with Paul Heyman or yeah. Paulie Dangerously as his manager. I'm right. gonna say, wasn't he with? He wasn't with the group, but he was. With, I knew he was with Paulie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Undertaker, um, yeah, he's in there. He's my number five. All right, not to change subject real quick. Yeah, I just want to shout out that. The Kane gimmick where he will pull people in the ring and then the fire will come out. That's another. Oh, out, down into the ring. <laughs> into the ring. Yeah, yeah that's that a, that you good. hear Jim Ross. He's dragging up the hell. He's oh yeah. Them. Okay, that was another. Yeah. I had to shout that out. <laughs> uh, okay, my number three is kind of along the same guys that we've been talking about. I de- definitely involved with these guys quite a bit, and uh, it is mankind. Ah. <laughs> okay. Okay. And. Uh, I hated that. I did not like this gimmick originally either because I had seen Cactus Jack and I was a fan of Cactus Jack coming up through the indies. Yeah, same with so, me. So yeah, I that's didn't like the, uh, this originally. But McFoley being McFoley, I thought he was able to. And then, and then if you hear about all the stuff that he did behind the scenes, Vince McMahon had original plans for it. McFoley actually spoke up and was like, well, I don't really like that. I want. He wanted him to be called Mason the Mutilator or something like that yeah. originally, and he's like, "No, how about Mankind? Because you know mm-hmm. it's 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 this and it's that." Um, and and he he says that he didn't know, and then he gave him the idea about the different music. The, yes, the, that the, was the, in genius. That was genius. The, the entrance music and then the the exit music was yeah. different. He gave him that idea. He he claims that he didn't know that that's what they were going to do, and then yep. they did it on his debut. Um, so he was able to take this gimmick that I thought was stupid originally and and make it into something mm-hmm. that was actually good. Yeah. Um. So, uh, you know, uh, and then later, I mean, you know, they 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 changed it around. They they well, they, they softened it up. 
but that led to him winning the the world title. Right. Uh, that few, was infamous a few, too. A few yeah. times. First one. Yes. <laughs> Mankind's so. going to win their world title. <laughs> yeah. Don't turn over that channel. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. So uh, you know, I don't want to spend too much time on him, but but, yeah. um, but uh, so so Brace uh, did Mankind make your yeah he then? he did and he almost didn't, but uh yeah he's he, he was my number eight. Okay. Yeah. Uh, great job. Respectable. Kind of an enduring, yeah. <laughs> kind of like an enduring character, you know. Even through all the through all the changes, I think people yeah. still remember Mankind the most out of all the haha and all the other yep. stuff that they did. Yeah. Started in 1983, trained by Dominic Dinucci. Yeah. He wrestled for a few years there on the Eastern Indies. 87, 88 went to Memphis CWA. 88 to 91, world class. And that's where you added Cactus Jack Manson yeah. to his name. Like a lot, you don't, right. you yeah. don't hear that associated lot, yeah. with him. Yeah. I think in his book, he said he didn't like it. You know, yeah. I, I, I remember that from his book. I thought it was cool. But yeah, yeah he, he pretty much wrestled anywhere that was left before he got to WCW the first time and then went to ECW. I think that's really where he started honing his chops behind the mic. Yeah. yeah, you know, because his yeah, his so, interviews yeah. in the ECW were a precursor, mm-hmm. and probably better than a lot of the WWE stuff that he did. But he still well, did yeah. great interviews there oh, too. No, yeah. You know, he did. Well, the the, the Jim Ross one. Was yeah, yeah, that's, that's kind of really what got him over. That, I think that's really what yeah. what what started to shoot him to. Cause, well, that that changed him too because that changed yeah. him from the heel to, to the, the sympathetic baby yeah. face. Yep. And uh, and and I I forgot to mention this, but he came right in. He I I don't know. I'd have to look, but I think he still probably holds the most victories over the Undertaker I think than, he does. than anybody. Yeah, yes, probably he came, he came in as that character for that for, for that yeah. reason because they wanted somebody strong to go up against the Undertaker. And boy, was he strong! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ninety ninety one through ninety four, he was managed by Harley Race and WCW. He had some like great matches in there like with vader you know yeah. famously got his ear ripped off yeah yeah <laughs> and he had a well. good feud with yeah. sting in that one too didn't he, he? did he had, he had a yeah. great feud with he sting. had some great matches with sting yeah yeah and he even showed up in smoky mountain wrestling one of our favorite oh, last that's right. dying territories you know it was more haha in there yeah he did. and he would do some indies against you know like eddie gilbert you know one of your favorites well you know one of yeah. mine too yeah you know, just oh, the blood, the, hardcore. That classic, yeah. that classic series on the indies. Those those three yeah. uh, big matches in, like, Joel Goodhart's, what was Tri-State. That? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he went in Japan and did the stupid death matches over there. The, <laughs> uh, You know. Right. I look yeah. at him, I say yeah. that. Not, you, you know, I, at first when I saw him, like, oh. Yeah. But yeah, it was just kind of like. They were great. But yeah. I mean, you know, it just it. got too old too quick. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Mankind, and then once he joined wwf he's just kind of been there forever except you know a couple years he kind of got out of the business and then he was in tna for a couple years and yeah no one counts that. yeah but except for that one match he had with rick flair that was yeah actually pretty good. he's definitely he was he was he was he was interesting because like you know he's really a haha guy he's really like a comedy guy whatever you know mm-hmm. and but he could do that demented character man like, perfect well i mean yeah. you know let's i mean let's not this, this has to be mentioned when talking about mankind the hell in the cell match with undertaker yeah. and getting thrown off the top yeah. of the cell oh, yeah. yeah i mean that, that's that's more commonplace nowadays where they're taking people are taking risks like, like that, that but yeah. at the time that was no i remember like jumping i i, I yeah. remember like i, remember I couldn't that. believe it 
I mean, I remember exactly where I was when it happened. Mm -hmm. I I was watching it by myself, but I was up at my parents' house, and they were all outside, and I was, like, yelling out. I was like, you guys got to come in here and see this. Man, that match was the reason I almost could not watch wrestling anymore. Really? Really. Yeah. It was was pretty brutal. violent? Yeah. Yeah, It was so brutal. Like, because, you know, as a kid, this is when we we were outside wrestling. So, like – once we seen that match, you know, what's going through every parent's mind? Oh, yeah. He's about to go out there and try to jump off the garage or something. Yeah. Or something stupid. Like he did in his little home yeah, yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, yeah. that match was, like, the See, almost the reason I couldn't watch right it. from the start. Man. <laughs> but I, re- I remember that. Like, it was yesterday, and I was just like, yeah, that yeah. etched in your brain, man. Right, you exactly. Know? Did he make your list? Yeah. Number five. Okay. Number five. All right. Got anything to add to to that? Part? I just, but, I mean, I think we, I think we covered it all. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I mean, you can, yeah, it's but. nothing. I would say, with our little gray area, I think Cactus Jack could have easily been on this list as well. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, he's yeah. kind of along the lines. Of, I mean, he could definitely be along the lines of a, a, a Abdullah the Butcher type yeah. or a, or a the Sheik type, even somewhat. Yeah, uh, and so, so I. I'll go to my number four. That's a good segue to there because this is another guy that kind of is in that same vein. I mean, that argument could be made against it, but he's sort of. Wait, a, who's your number three? Uh, my number three was Mankind. Oh, okay. 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 We were talking number three. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. All right. Oh, wait a minute. That. Yeah. So we're going to your number three then, right? Sorry. I was thinking we were. Oh, already... yeah. Okay. We'll go to number yeah, three. Yeah, yeah. We'll go to your number All right. three. I'm sorry. Okay. You're going to like this one. lost there. Number three, insane clown posse, <laughs> <laughs> and I and I had to just based on our history with them, you know. Okay, uh, all right. In, insane, insane clown posse uh, wrestled in the uh, Michigan Wrestling Alliance. That, yep. that was that was us. National All Star Wrestling, WWF, WCW, ECW, yep. TNA. They've been all over. And you know, ironically, like later on, they weren't as good in the ring as they were when we wrestled. I agree with that. They, you, uh, you know, like especially, especially Joe. Yeah. Well, you know, he got huge. Yeah. But I, he could I, work. He could do all the little detail stuff. But but the insane clown posse gimmick. I mean, we were there from the inception of it. Yes. So it's this is more like a, a sentimental one, but it's on my list. Okay. You know? I say every That's, top ten list should have a they, sentimental. And pick, they're so. they're like the you know the another evil clown type gimmick. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know. Now, now you have gone on record in the past to say that, and I, I don't specifically remember this, but I'm not denying it, because there was a time where basically they were at your house and yeah. we were sitting there, and I remember this day perfectly. But it was kind of like they're, they're when they said basically they're done with wrestling and they're gonna go, they're gonna focus on the music. Yeah, they already uh, cut a promo and everything. And, and at the time, they were not doing the clown gimmick. They were called ICP, but they were called Inner City Police. Yeah, and before that, they were called uh i see dog beats so you say that you gave them the idea to do the clown gimmick because doink was around and you said that you told them that they should paint their faces and be like evil clowns like doink yeah and and that was you know we're just joshing with each other because you know they had a police gimmick before okay and then yeah because we were two different groups they were from ferndale royal oak and we're northern oakland county you know oxford so we would just jazz each other because we both had wrestling groups. So, right. Oh, that's a bite off of somebody. That's a bite off. You're copying off somebody. Yeah. Right. And then so I say, hey, you're copying off the big boss man for your, 
for, <laughs> for your rat group. You know, and so we're just John, and I'm like, you right. might as well do like, you know, like Doink the Clown or Evil Clown or something. I said, right. I think I said Doink. Okay. But and and I'm I'm sure that's at least had to plant a seed. It I, had I, to. I, I believe it did. I, 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 mean, I don't to. remember that discussion specifically, but but if I but can if that, picture it right now, said, I remember where we're standing. Then then then, <laughs> then, 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 then they had to have because because next time we we hear of them. They had totally changed it, and they were the wicked clowns. Yeah, because they weren't talking about clowns at all. They no. they were kind of really? going another direction, like well, a look at that. like a police and military type. Yes, you know. They get your royalties. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I've been saying for years. Man. Yeah. So ICP. Uh, Was your number three? Yeah, number three. Q. Okay. Did ICP? The Insane Posse make your top ten. <laughs> Unfortunately, not. <laughs> uh, my number three is the Boogeyman. Okay. And the only reason the Boogeyman, <laughs> the Boogeyman made my list, is for the fact that he bit that growth off of Jillian. Oh, that's a damn shame what they did to that woman because she was so nice looking. <laughs> So that was the only reason. I mean, it was a scary gimmick. It was a horror gimmick. But even though we all knew the growth was fake, yeah. like when he like yeah. licked it and bit it, I almost threw up for real. <laughs> so like, that, <laughs> and don't get me wrong, it's just one of those great gimmicks. Like even now when he comes back, it's just like the smoke comes in the room and it's like, you hear the drums and stuff. So it's just one of those gimmicks that he can do this when he's 80. And just come out, smash a clock on his head. And Dude, then like, he eat worms and yeah, all that. Yeah, like, you know. So. <laughs> that's, that's what I was going to say. I mean, he was, he was the actually worms, putting yeah. real worms in his mouth at, at, yeah. at certain times. So that, well, that, grossed, that grossed me out more than that, yeah. that fake growth on her face. Well, when he bit that off. But, but yeah, just like, just the idea yeah, of, it, of it. Yeah, yeah I can understand that. Well, I was, I was, and then they messed that up with little boogie and all that other stuff but uh, yeah, that was funny too though but it but, was funny but it wasn't it could only go so far though yeah you know? that right? character could only go yeah. so far so but well we but say that you, but as you could have but you as know. you can see like there's a pattern with all the wwe guys that come in there as these monster horrific heels yeah then they have to later on turn them into like a comedy yeah, yeah which is that's all understand. the all the writing and the silly and the haha and the yeah well writers you know. But Boogeyman's number three on my list just for the sheer, because like you said, when he first got there though, he was he was sheer horror. Yes, and eating the worms and yeah, the stuff that he did, the stuff and, that he uh, did. Yeah, and uh, but he, it's just when he bit that growth. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> to this day, I still just ooh, I still have not seen. I've never actually seen him bite it off her face. What do you mean? Like. So I see, get to the point where he licks it. Oh, you can't watch it. And then, oh, like, you every turned t- away. I turn on every time, really? every time. I'm I'm 30 years old, and when he gets ready to bite it, I turn away. Yeah. Now I don't remember it specifically, but in I my, do. I got but, a reaction. It was like, oh, come on. Yeah, see, like you're like I was at the house. I was just like, <laughs> but in my mind, he just like pulled it off. And and you could tell it was like a stick on thing. Yeah. I mean, did they did they make her face up to make it look like he yeah. actually tore? Yeah, off? yeah, it oh, looked see, pretty. It, it looked pretty. pretty. Well, no, I mean, after he took you know? the growth off, though, was yeah, it was it like, just her normal face? No, after, there was no, still no, kind it of was still stuff, stuff on yeah, it. Okay, yeah. I don't, I don't. They, I don't, they did yes, a good job. No, with yeah. It. <laughs> so it was like all all I know is he came up and he licked it. I remember that. 
And then all I remember was it was gone. Yeah. I, I've never, ever actually seen him bite it off. That's hilarious. <laughs> you can't watch it. But, no, uh, it's like because when he licked it, I almost threw up. I was like, dude. And even though you know it's fake, it's yeah. still just like the prop department did so well on that. It's yeah. just like, ooh, no. Yeah. Okay. Now, I will give WWE. He did not make my list. Uh, and, I, and I did think about it. Um, but here's a guy. That was older. Uh, he was on Tough Enough, and they were not. I, I think. I think they got rid of him on Tough Enough because he had lied about his age. He was already in his forties, I believe. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, so they got rid of him, but then they decided to bring him back because of. I, I think probably because of his attitude and, and I mean, you know, and his physique. Uh, so um, not the greatest in ring worker. Obviously, they they protected him. They really protected him. Uh, I mean, if you know, I mean, if you notice, most of his matches didn't last very long. Right. Um, but gimmick-wise, I, I think that they, you know, I think they kind of hit a home run for a guy that they knew couldn't work. Yeah. But, you know, everybody remembers this this character and, and, the, yeah. and the look of it and, and everything. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he would just be on probably the outsider. I mean, I could definitely put him as an honorable mention. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, but yeah, I mean they they got quite a bit of mileage out of this character yeah. too, and they still and they still bring him back every yeah. now and then and have mm-hmm. him show up. So yeah, I I thought about him. He didn't make my list. All right, so that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so ICP wasn't on your list either. Uh, no, I you know I didn't even really think about them. Uh, <laughs> but you know I I could see I could see that where you're going because they did have in WCW they did have the Dark Carnival. They brought in Vampiro. Yeah. And, and Muda, and so, <clears throat> so yeah, I, I, I could, and they I even could did buy the that. oddities gimmick there, and oh, right, exactly. WWF, yeah, you know, yeah. So I could definitely buy that. that. But, uh, <laughs> but um, <clears throat> my number four is, like I said, kind of a precursor to what the Wyatt family would become later on, and that is Raven, um, mainly because he was kind of like. A, a cult leader. If nothing else, they made him like a like a cult leader yeah, type, type yeah. of guy. Uh, but again, I mean, not, not like anybody was necessarily afraid of him. But but uh, yeah, he whined to, a lot. To change, didn't he? yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was part of his deal too. But yeah. um, but a guy that uh, that kind of came up with different gimmicks and and you know he did more of like a a colorful technical wrestler gimmick. Up until he got signed by ECW, he did what uh, Scotty Flamingo and yeah. uh, and Scotty Scott Anthony and uh, Scotty Scotty the, Scotty the Body and, and yeah. yeah and then when he got uh, when he got uh, brought into ECW, they made him. And I remember at first, like the first promos for him, I was like, oh, give me a break, this is gonna die because it just doesn't make sense. He's coming in, right? But but uh, apparently the reason that they decided to do this is because. That's how he really was in real life. He was more uh-huh. like that in real life. He was showing up in torn up jeans and and rock and roll t shirts and, and that's that was more of him in real life yeah. than the Spoiled other Spoiled Brat Rich Kid than the other drugs. Right. Than, yeah, the, than the other much. than the other gimmicks. Yeah. So um you know, it, I'm not gonna go over his whole career, but you know, he's had his ups and downs. Obviously ECW was probably the highlight for the Raven uh character. Yeah. Had some success in WCW. Had somewhat success in WWE. I think they could have done more with them, but they kind yeah. of stuck them in their hardcore 
division and Which you know they did he did. everybody from ECW. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So um anyway, Raven my number four. Grace. Yeah, it, Ra- it, Raven Raven didn't make my list, but I can you know, I can I can see why people would put him on there. You yeah. know, just the whole you know, like David Koresh aura. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know I I I can completely I can get see it. that. I can get it. He didn't make he, my list. And he either. played it well. He played you know? it very well. And the promos that he did in ECW, I mean, they, you know, and then, you know, kind of like hypnotizing the same man's kid, not hypnotizing him, but bringing him into yeah. their cult. Yeah. And he had yeah, all the and lackeys. And, you yeah. Know. yeah. Yeah. So, so you, you had Raven's flock or was it the nest? I don't the know. Flock. The, flock. the flock. Well, the, well, one of them was the nest and one of them was the flock. Oh. The nest was either ECW or WCW. I don't remember which was which, but <laughs> it, it wasn't the same, but, but either way they had, uh, you know, it was kind of the same thing. Um, but, uh, yeah, good mind for the business too. That guy. No, yeah, he's uh, yeah. Definitely. But like you they, said, when he got to WWF, they just they, oh, you're in ECW. You can. They claim he's got a very high IQ and a member of Mensa, I think. And I know that they had him on Rock and Roll Jeopardy before when they used to have that on on VH1. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, they did. Yeah, he seems uh, like a media guy to me. You yeah. Know? yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. He is. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Brace, who is your number four? Number four, uh, staying with the evil clown theme, I'm a, I'll go with Doink. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, he was awesome. Uh, Doink, his real name is Matt Osborne, wrestled as Matt Bourne, started in 1978, and went to 94, and then just kind of sporadically until 2013. You know, I don't think he's w- with us anymore. He no, died not, not too long ago. Yeah. Yeah. So – 78 to 84, he was in the NWA territories, Pacific Northwest, Mid-Atlantic, Mid-South. He was with the Rat Pack. He really did a lot. He did. You know, yeah. in, in wrestling and mm-hmm. really had a had a good career even before Doink. Yes. You know, I he, he needed Doink, I thought, you know, at that, at that so time. Be, yeah. yeah, so 86, 87, he was in world class. He was with uh, one of your favorites, uh, Buzz Sawyer, managed right. by... Percival Pringle the third, who is Paul, Paul Bear. Bear. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh had a big match there, Christmas Star Wars versus the Iron Sheik in nineteen eighty six. Hmm. Turned yeah. Dingo Warrior into a baby face, which was the ultimate warrior. <laughs> wow. He did? Yeah. Yeah, he was with uh because he, he was in a group with Pringle was the leader and then Sawyer and Bourne. Because okay. Dingo was a bad guy. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I vaguely remember that. So when he got to WWF, it was you know when he he was yeah. another guy went in there and like, well, well, right, bef- me? right, yeah. right, yeah. But right before that though, he was in WCW as Big Josh. Yeah, right. Um, that kind of, I thought rejuvenated his career as far as in ring work went. Yeah, because he was good. It was another stupid. I mean, gimmick. he was always. Yeah. It was another stupid gimmick, but he. Yeah. I thought he did great as that Big Josh character. They won the right. uh, tag, the U.S. tag team titles in WCW. I forgot about that, as well okay. as the six man titles. So. Yeah, yeah. He he <laughs> tagged with Ron Simmons and won the U.S. belts. Nice. I completely forgot about that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he joined WWF in '93, and was pretty much doink from then on out. Yeah. I mean, he had he had some like he won at WrestleMania. Oh yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know they had Steve Kern come in as yeah. another doink. Yeah. You know? Oh, that's right. Who did he be? Kurt, uh, Kurt crush. Hennig? Oh, it was Crush. Okay. Yeah, but he did. He beat <laughs> like, Hennig twice, two out oh. of three times when they were doing it for. weren't they going for like an intercontinental 
There's oh, something going I remember on. that. I, I, I actually remember that. Yeah, yeah, I remember he had beaten. Yeah, he there was something was they were doing. I can't remember. I can't what remember what it was yeah. doing, but I but do remember. But he was that. over. I mean, Dwight was over. He yeah. was over huge, and this was the original. And they had to turn him good because he got over. Yeah, because he was a bad guy at first. Yeah. 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 Q, did he make your list? He made my list. Yes. Oh, okay. Doink uh, is number six okay. on my list. Okay. So, uh, yeah, he did not make my list, but like you, I remember, yeah, a freaking clown. You know, because yeah. WWE yeah. had been accused yeah. up until that point of turning people into clowns. Yeah, it was a circus. So I think finally he's yeah. like, yeah, calling it a circus. So he's like, okay, here's a clown. But Matt Bourne did awesome with that gimmick. I oh, thought he did great, great with the Big Josh gimmick. He yep. did great with yeah. the evil clown. I didn't like it when they turned him into a good guy yeah. later on. No. But that character was awesome. And they made him wrestle. They, yeah. they they let him like actually be like a decent wrestler, wrestling, yeah. which was uh, which was surprising, but... But it was good, and and he was all over. I mean, because this was the original, uh, the early days of Monday Night Raw. Oh yeah, like, that's right. He was just on, yeah. on Raw all the like, time, every all week. The time. Yeah, just, yeah. Just but um, he was, like you said, he was so over that he had to be. Yeah. So, and I can't remember who who came up with the gimmick, but I think somebody saw him back backstage and he was sitting there like this smoking a cigarette and they were like or, or or wanted him for the gimmick because and they said that he looked like Krusty the clown from the Simpsons. And, and that's yeah, that's how he that, got that's, it. that's that's yeah I think that's wow. why he got recommended for that. But, <laughs> something that's along hilarious. those lines anyway. It worked but, man. It worked. And you know if yeah. he would have kept his kept his head straight he probably had a lot longer career with it probably yeah, that doink. Yeah. oh yeah you probably, know oh definitely because they had the other doinks in there and they just weren't as good no no i mean no, kern no. was okay but he wasn't like, like no uh, born. he wasn't like born. no so uh no i just never thought steve kern was that great i i liked him as, as skinner but uh i thought he was a great I just, worker i just i just never really thought that mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know what it was about him he just seemed kind of clunky to me for some mm-hmm. reason i just didn't think he was very, he was kind of I just bland. didn't think he had very much finesse as far as like some of the other guys. I, I don't I know what it that. was, but uh, but uh, yeah, Doink did not make my list. Um, trained in the Eddie Graham school, but uh, you know, he, another guy that would definitely be an honorable mention for me. Yep. Q, who is your number four? My number four was you brought him up, Paul Bear. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I didn't know we were counting managers, but I could not make a list. With Kane, Undertaker, and Mankind, and not okay. have. Yeah, I definitely see why you have them on there. Yeah, yeah like, I, yeah. like and I just brought it up the last time. Like, when he comes out with the pale face, oh. and he's just shaking, and he's, ooh, Yeah, def- freaky. Definitely creepy. one of the greatest yeah. horror, horror-inspired horror gimmicks of all time. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah. got to be. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, that was a shoot, too. He yeah. was, like, a legit a pallbearer. Yeah, you that know? was, like, his was, profession. Uh, uh, or not, well, a, not Paul a Paul Bearer. Bearer. He was uh, mortician. Embalmer. Yeah, Embalmer. Yeah, yeah. The mortician. Mortician. Yeah. So that's where they got that. Out. That's where they got that, and it was just from yeah. there. Yeah. Did you ever hear the story of them sitting in there, like he's talking with McMahon and Pritchard and those guys, <laughs> like like when they're hiring them in? Uh uh-uh. uh That's yeah. Go, yeah. Go ahead. He's <laughs> so he's in the room and they're looking at his resume, uh-huh. you know, and and McMahon's sitting there and he's like. <laughs> No, no, no. Hey, you see this? You're you were a mortician? <laughs> <laughs> and they're all laughing because they had the idea for the Undertaker gimmick. Wow. And they didn't know who, who to put it on. And then they put it So they had they had this whole gimmick all thought up. Yeah. And it just so and happened. And then it just so happened 
The in-walks, the, Percy Prince. The mortician. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. It worked out perfect. So that's what did it, and it was just perfect. I it mean, was. I mean, really. I mean, pairing, it was perfect. Them together. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, he was fine as Percy Pringle, but... but he, he was great it, as Percy Pringle. He, he yeah. was, he was, but that gimmick really wasn't anything anything out of the ordinary. No, I mean, there no. was a lot of other guys doing similar gimmicks. The blonde right. hair manager gimmick with the, yeah. with the shiny clothes and the... Yeah. 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 yeah no, so, when he... So... Just imagine the moment of when Undertaker comes back and all you hear sees the lights go off and all you hear is him out the blue shriek. <laughs> and then yeah. the music plays, and it's just that moment is etched in history, and it's yeah, yeah, because of him. So yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I mean, did not make my list, but it wasn't even anything that I like thought about. But, yeah, but yeah, uh, it, I mean, our topic definitely uh, he he should be there. Yeah, that uh, was a good one. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I have my moments. <laughs> <laughs> so brace he. he did he make your top ten? Uh, no, no, because okay. I had him lumped in with uh, Undertaker. Undertaker. Right. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're pretty synonymous. But, and Kane. But, yeah. But but yeah, de- <laughs> I mean, definitely uh, one of the one of the best. Um, Maybe the greatest manager of all time if you look at it from that perspective. If you look at it from that perspective, I always could, put him in my top. I mean, you could say three. Heenan and Cornette and yeah, whoever Heenan else, Cornette but I mean, as far as heart, but, what people remember. And he was another guy that probably you know? when they gave him that gimmick, he was probably like, okay, you know, if I can if I can get paid for this for a couple of years, yeah, that'll be great. But, right. but I mean, he that endured for almost just as long. Forever. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. they, they killed him off. What, yeah, a couple times. Yeah, but, but, but then it, he came back. Yeah, it was still one of the ones where when you, when the Undertaker came back, you were like, "Is Paul Bear with him?" Because you look forward to seeing Paul Bear just as much as you wanted to see the Undertaker. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. They finally took Paul Bear. He was off TV enough where yeah. he kind of went to the legend section and not like the average or the active superstar. Yeah, section. You know. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Hey guys. Um, we're gonna have to speed up this a little bit, so we'll do our top fives and fives, and then we'll just uh, we'll have to run through our okay. our six through tens real fast. Okay. Um, so my number five is a guy that's been mentioned already, and th- this is another guy that I was kind of like iffy about, but I felt he had to be here, and it's uh, Jake the Snake Roberts, um, <laughs> because right, <laughs> uh, I, and I went back and forth with this for a while, but uh, but definitely, you know, one of the the greatest gimmicks mm-hmm. that's out there, and and not yeah. necessarily a horror gimmick, but but still horrific elements. I mean, just yeah. him coming in there with the whole snake deal. Yeah. I mean that that is just. I mean, even people that quit watching wrestling, that's just one thing that people will always remember. Yeah, and just the way. I mean, he was already called Jake the Snake mainly right. because of the way that he that he kind of like moved in the ring and and because he was tall and thin. Um, but then adding that element to it when he went to WWF, um, was... I, I think really just added a whole new element to his his character. Uh, behind the scenes, they say he's one of the greatest minds in the business as far as um, as wrestling psychology goes. Another guy that they keep bringing back. Thank God he's still with us because if you hear about <laughs> some of the stuff that he did, uh, you know, in yeah. his in his personal life, I mean, and he makes no bones about that either. But uh, you know he he he's a guy that has endured through through uh, all these years. I'm not sure if he's still working indies or not. But uh, but no, I, I, think I, he know, is. I know I know he'll still he... like show up. 
yeah. you know, I, on cards, but I don't think he wrestles on the cards. But yeah. uh, <laughs> Brace, did did Jake the Snake Roberts make your? No, top he top? didn't. But I could okay. see like why he'd be on there. You yeah. know, I mean, just like the lasting impression that 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 guy yeah. left on. Yeah. Like if they never would have turned him good, he could have. Oh yeah. He could have been like an. He kind of he's still considered an all time classic heel, but he could have been on. He's not on that chic been, level. Yeah, like yeah. A you know, or like a uh, like a Kamal or Abby or yeah. somebody. Right. Uh, you know, even yeah. like a. But he was right there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he he knew what the heck he was doing. That's for sure. Remember yeah. when he had the snake in uh, Miss Elizabeth's? Oh yeah, the wedding gifts. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, they brought the cobra. Yeah, they, they, they yeah, her yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was good stuff. He, and the cobra's biting Savage's arm. That was, yeah, that was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And I never knew how they did that, but it turns out that he just really let him bite him. Yeah. I mean, he was uh, devenomized, really? but still. Yeah. 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 Because I remember, nice. like, I, I was always trying to figure out how they did it, and he was just like, yeah. and I guess when Randy went back, he's like, that's how you get a, a angle over. You know? So, uh, <laughs> well, Snake no, had yeah, the, actually, Jake the Snake did. had to show Savage that there was no venom in the snake in it. Oh, yeah, he it, made it, him bite him first. Yeah, so oh, wow. before he Savage put it on his leg, it. you know, yeah. wow. before Savage would do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jake, all-time classic. Did he make your list? No, but. Okay. Yeah, he was just one of those ones that I wasn't sure about. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I can understand that. I mean, he's all, all my guys really so far have been kind of like, I, I, you know, you can go either way with them. Yeah. Hey, the snake helped get the uh, original Sheik over, too. He used to carry Oh, the yeah, snake. that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and the, uh, well, we'll get to that later if we got time. But uh, who who's your number five? Well, my number five was Undertaker. Okay, so. Uh, you talked about him. So you can go to your, who, who's your next one that we haven't talked Road about? Road Warriors. And they're kind of like an iffy deal, but they were made okay. from the Mad Max movie. Yeah. You yeah. know, and that so. was, they were supposed to be evil. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and really, to- yeah. Totally. talked about the Undertaker entrance. Yep. The only one that I would rather see, like, over that is, like, the old school Road Warrior entrance with Iron Man. When they had, oh, like, the real spikes and everything. Yeah. And, like, you know, every once in a while, like a long time ago, you get some fog that they came in with. But yeah, yeah, man, they were they were over. They were so believable, man. Yeah, they well, were. They were, so over, like, they were monsters. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, you, <laughs> you know, know, yeah. They call it the biggest pop. When you get a big pop, it's the warrior pop. They were so over. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. Road Warriors are on number six. Okay. Uh, Hugh, did they make your list? No, they did not make my list. It was another yeah. one of those. I yeah. wasn't sure. Yeah, I didn't even really think about those guys, but definitely yeah. I, I could see that. Um, they were the only ones really doing that. I mean, because they yeah. definitely were supposed to be the post-apocalyptic well, yeah. guys. Later on, you had Lord Humongous stolen yeah. right from uh, the Road Warrior wrestling yeah, a little bit, too. But, uh, outskirts looking okay, in yeah. on that Yeah, one. mine too. Q, who's your number five? Uh, we talked about a mankind. Okay, so give give us the next one on your on your list that we haven't talked about. Yet. Uh, my number seven would be the Brood, Gangrel. The Brood, the brood. yeah, yeah. Nice. Okay, yeah. yeah, I thought yeah. about him too. Yeah. All the so, blood and everything, drinking yeah. all the guys. Oh my god! And yeah. I was just telling him, it just sucks that he was relegated to shotgunning. Huh? Yeah, but, yeah. So because that 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 was an over gimmick, and they could have did more with that. They could have. Uh, I I didn't put him on my list. I I think I originally had, had him on, and then I. Then I had to take them off, and I put them in my uh, honorable mentions. But yes, but me yeah, too. That, that yeah. was a great. And was like great when game. they first started, how the brew would put people in the blood bath and yeah. drop the, yeah. like the lights would go off, and then you would yes. waste the lights come on. And everybody's like drenched in blood. It was yeah. the coolest thing, and still one of the best entrances. 
Oh, coming yeah. through the ring of fire up yeah. through the stage. That's that's some nice stuff. Yeah, and then just the visual of him like standing oh, on the stairs, yeah. drinking the chalice Child, of the yeah. blood running down yeah. his shirt. I mean, that yeah. was just that was great stuff. Some was like he was better by himself than with uh, Edge and Christian. Edge and Christian. Yes. I liked him. Yeah, I mean that's why I was, yeah. you know yeah. started liking Edge and Christian, but and unfortunately, yeah. you know, they looked at it as those guys kind of overshadowing him, yeah. and and so that's why he kind of. Went down, and then those guys kind of well, raised, raised yeah. up. But like but, we're, but we're talking about that earlier, a little bit yeah. ahead of his time, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think in so in too. some ways, mm-hmm. yeah. So I don't know if you guys caught this, but I will say this: his gimmick was who I talked about the apocalypse and uh, and uh, destruction, or did I say, the destruction or demolition? I don't remember. But that was the Blackhearts tag team. Oh, yeah. uh, and he he was I, I don't remember who the other guy was, but he was one of those. And before that, he was the Vampire Warrior. Okay. Before he became Gangrel. Right. Yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. That's right. So, uh, all right, we're uh, we're we're running low on time. So, I so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to run through the rest of my list, and then we'll just run through the rest of your list okay. real okay. quick. So, uh, my number six is Mortis, <laughs> um, which is another one. I mean, it was more based on a video game, but you know, he had the skull and he had the the skull staff, and um, I just I really liked that gimmick but but more specifically i was a big fan of chris canyon um but uh you know they they could have done more with that as well unfortunately you know they 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 just it was all just made for glacier to get over they would have been better off putting him on one show and letting him grow there because they how many people can you get over at one time right you know yeah exactly they were you know they they have all these guys they have ernest miller come in and they have wrath come in and they have glacier come in yeah uh my number seven is vampiro um wrestled in uh mexico well i think he started in canada went to mexico eventually made his way to wcw still a big part of lucha underground um vampire gimmick yeah another vampire gimmick and yeah uh, really and uh you know i mean they didn't really push the limits of it but he was just supposed to be a vampire yeah i thought of uh, him too yeah it's uh, amazing how much he didn't know when he was making all that money and <laughs> right anywhere he went i mean Man. it's unreal right uh my number eight is uh ricky banderas who who's done a few horror gimmicks throughout his career um judas macias most notably in tna they brought him in as the sinister minister, James Mitchell, Daryl Van Horns. Um, I, I think that was I don't another know if, guy. I don't know if he was supposed <laughs> to be, be his son, but but they came in for him to feud with Abyss. It was kind of short lived, but I really liked that character. And then and then more recently, he was in Lucha Underground as another horrific character named Mil Muertes, a masked <laughs> character. Okay. Um, my, my number nine is Papa Shango. Nice. Um, which uh, another gimmick that I hated that I didn't care for in the beginning, uh, but it won me over. I thought that they could have done more with that, um, and uh, I, I, I personally I thought that that was his best gimmick. I mean, obviously it was he did, good. He did uh, Kama, the Supreme Fighting Machine, and yeah. probably his biggest, most notable, and and most popular gimmick, the uh, the Godfather. Oh yeah, <clears throat> I think they just had too much. Too much of those gimmicks <laughs> going on at that yeah. time when Papa Shango was in there. Yeah. I mean, he kind of he was different, but he kind of got lost because they had, they had yeah. you know, yeah. it was a full circus yeah. there, if you will. Well, and, that was the time they had all those out of the ordinary gimmicks. Yeah, 
And uh, my number 10 is a guy based on Beetlejuice movie, uh, the juicer Art Bar, <laughs> nice. uh, who got who started getting a big push in WCW, but apparently he had some trouble with the law outside of uh, He was, like, over huge. <laughs> I, I mean, as far as the kids go, and the gimmick was good. I thought his wrestling was, was solid. Um, but anyway, that's my top Beetlejuice 10. Beetlejuice Art Bar. Yeah. Mm. Let's get uh, – yeah, but they they had to obviously call him the juicer when he got to WCW. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay, so I have my 9 and 10 left. Okay. Uh, so my number 9, <laughs> Chainsaw Charlie, even though he wasn't around. <laughs> that was Terry Funk. Yeah. yeah. Even though he wasn't around that much, he did a great job with it. Yeah, and no, he did. He's, he's one of my favorites. He was there for really a year. Yeah, really? he had another WrestleMania match. He had WrestleMania two and WrestleMania fourteen. They did win the tag team belts, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, and then they lost them the next night. I like Kane, you know. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, that next night. So stuff. yeah, Chainsaw Charlie, uh, Terry Funk, one of the best of all time. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, Terry, the, yeah. Terry Funk, kind of a Michael Myers. Yeah, Terry, Terry, Terry Funk's, Terry Funk's in my top time. three of all time. Yeah. Right. Really? Okay. Oh yeah. Or not Michael Myers, a Texas Chainsaw Come Massacre. Yeah. Uh, Leatherface. Yeah, in number ten. This this is kind of a sentimental one. I have a couple of men here. Uh, the executioner, Terry Gordy. <laughs> that, he actually did a decent job. Yeah, he did. Oh, no, yeah. But it was it was short lived. But it, uh, yeah, Terry Gordy, one of my favorites of all time in tags and as well as singles, was in the WWF in '86. Brought in by Paul Bear to go after mankind. So yeah. and he did have a couple pay per view matches. He got squashed by the Undertaker in his last one. So. Yep. But that was my top ten. Okay, uh, I have eight, nine, and ten left. Is uh, Woken Matt Hardy, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I don't know why. I just maybe only because that's a lot. Probably a little bit more sentimental with me too, because I've been waiting for Matt Hardy to develop a character that could stand on its own. Yeah, and he finally got. So as far as horrific though, uh, so so he was just kind of supposed to have like lost his mind. And yeah, be, be sort I have of, no like, idea crazy, about this but, character. Yeah, like, it's kind of like a. Yeah, I mean, I, I've seen it, but yeah. I just didn't know what the catalyst was. I didn't know yeah. how it started. But. Yeah, like he's woke. Okay. Like, yeah, pretty much that okay. right there. All right, and then uh, number nine is Bray Wyatt from as okay. the Wyatt family, and yep. then number ten, my number ten was Sting. Huh. Bray okay. Wyatt's a good one too. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought of him, but I have only seen him. You know. Bray Wyatt was, yeah, he's like how we were talking before. We, I don't know if Vince just don't want to put the belt on him because he don't think he's championship material. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, like Bray Wyatt, and then like I said, my number ten was. Of All right, course, uh, just Scorpion Sting. Yeah, just just one other Sting. thing that we should mention that I have on my honorable mention list, but I didn't get to see enough of it until now and gone back. But that is the devil worshiping gimmick of kevin sullivan and the dark army which was pretty yeah. pretty controversial in the 80s um so much so that people still believe because of that gimmick that kevin sullivan is the one that actually murdered chris benoit and his son and nancy because he used to be nancy's uh husband i can't believe anybody uh, thinks wow. there's still people that believe that to this day and i and i, I got to attribute it Jeez. To that double worshiping gimmick that they did really? back in the yeah they did it in in Florida. Well, even um, you you had you had relatives close to the wrestling <laughs> business and they bid it. Uh, I think she was just, now now that I'm older, I think she was just trying to work me. Oh really? I'm pretty sure that she was just <laughs> yeah. Was, yeah, they're a but, photographer. But, but is that most, what, is, is yeah, that? Eddie Cheslock is yeah. my cousin's husband who was like a big photographer uh, for the After magazines back hmm. back in the day. Um, so. Um, Q, 
what is uh, up with comics, beer, and sci-fi, and uh, anything else that you want to plug real quick? Uh, no, nothing. We're just on hiatus right now, uh, getting some things together for the new season coming up, and uh, look forward to putting out new episodes and uh, new content very soon. Actually, we put out a couple of new things on uh, the YouTube on YouTube. Okay. Uh, so you can go ahead and check that out. The comments, man. Are Sci-fi. they previews or are they just kind of little standalone deals? No, little standalone. Like we we've still been going to a lot of Comic Con. Like we went to uh, uh, Michigan Comic Con in downtown Detroit. We still got some stuff from Motor City Comic Con and uh, uh, Monroe Comic Con and Great Lakes Comic Con. So yeah, we <laughs> okay. got a couple of things out there. Um, all right. Just working our way back to the CW. Just getting all that together. How do so. we find that? Uh, you can go on YouTube, Comments Brand Sci-Fi okay. on YouTube. You can go Comments Brand Sci-Fi on Facebook and on Instagram. All right. All right. Thanks for joining us once again. Always a pleasure. Brace, <laughs> any parting words? Oh, everybody, have a good night, Q. Thanks for joining us again, no man. No problem, man. <laughs> Anytime. I would love to come back. <laughs> All right. Well, take care, everyone. We'll again yeah. in the future. Um, everybody, as always, just keep checking the Butch Blood Facebook page. For future updates, I do think that already we I, I can give away a minor spoiler for our next show. All and right. it is going to be, um, well, I won't give away who the guest is going to be, but we are going to be discussing Halloween Havoc number one. Hmm. Uh, I don't remember the year, but anyway, everybody take care and have a good night. Have a nice day. Brilliant job, Mad Dog. Thank you. Thank you.